Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight on another episode. I'm so grateful to be even recording another episode. I just published one right now, and I just feel the urge to record again. And I'm coming up with a lot of ideas, mind you, because I am home. And being at home allows me to really reflect on changes and how I deal with changes and unexpected situations. And because I am a therapist, I contract, so I'm self-employed, and I don't make any money, any income, if I uh, don't work. And so right now I'm in the process of moving everything to telepsych or doing everything online, and I'm technologically impaired, my friends. I don't know if you know this about me, but you should if you've been listening to me for some time. And... Um, it's slow. It's a very slow process for me because people have not really gotten on board with the telepsychiatry thing or the telepsych thing or the telecounseling in my case. And so uh, I'm, I'm getting used to it. But you know what I'm really liking is that at first when this change happened, I was afraid. And the fear came from really how am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to pay for food? Um, all the stuff that we would worry about or be concerned with when we are um, having to change jobs. And so that's the case right now with me, my friends. <laughs> and so in, in no way am I exempt from the bunch. Uh, I think this f- nervousness sprouted right when I was about to lose this work flow that I was having and as everything in life it is temporary which really that's what's really beautiful about life is that it is temporary so uh, the expectations and the adjustments had to be made in order for me to continue to be available to the people that I love and so when it comes to adjusting to the changes from work because I know a lot of people are going through this I really had to delve and do some soul searching here. I had to reprioritize what is important now. The thing is, I already have taken account of what I do have and I look at it. I'm looking at it right now, What I, everything I do have. And so I'm not missing much. I'm grateful for what I do have. I have health. I have time with my son. I get to talk to the people that I love and get one more time to hear their stories or laugh with them. And that's important to me. It doesn't mean that I've thrown out the idea of work. I do what I can, but I cannot put more thought, which what we call worry, on things that I cannot control. So I only do what I'm being asked to do right now, which is to call people, get them on board to do this telecounseling thing, and, you know, get them to be comfortable with it. That's all I can do. <laughs> now, it is a slow process, friends. So I had to understand that right now I'm being presented with a situation that I want to take advantage of, 
which is in this moment, I want to create memories with my boy. And so, for example, today, I sat next to him all day long and simple stuff, right? Which I would not think of. I was having my cup of coffee in the morning and he was playing in a little sandbox that I made him. And, uh, he was just showing me what he was doing in the sandbox. Later on, we played with the Legos and I, basically I did all the construction for him, <laughs> but he was just happy to have me near him. And it was really awesome to actually be available for him. I've dreamt about this before and it just came true. It just didn't come true in the way I expected it, <laughs> but it came true. And I'm okay with it because if I don't make enough money, what I do have is an amazing time with my son. I get to make memories with him that one day he can tell his kids about. That's important to me. So if I got stuck in the fear of what's going to happen, where am I going to get the money? How is this going to work? I would probably miss out on the moment and living it. I'd be sitting in fear. But I tried that and I didn't like it. And so moving out of it is about enjoying the moment and really, really being in gratitude. I mean, right now, right the hell now, not later, not when things happen, when things get adjusted, when things return back to what they used to be. No, no, no. Right now, there can be no conditions to my peace of mind. Because if I made a condition to that, people uh, would suffer around me. <laughs> and I don't want that. I, I, want, I don't want to miss a beat. I asked for this in some sort of way a while back. I asked for time with my son to play with him, to walk with him, to take him to the skate park and help him skate, even though I don't know how. I I dreamt about this, and I get to do it today. I'm grateful. Now, it didn't come up presented to me in the way I expected, like I said, so I could almost dismiss it and pretend that I didn't ask for this, but it is a wish come true. So I'm grateful today, you guys. And if I have to give up however long for me to make the money I used to make, that's cool. I'm willing to do that. Because what I do get is being in a moment at peace with my son and be available to him because I won't get those moments back. And I know that. I recommend that everybody right now that's experiencing any sort of fear, any sort of job loss, Enjoy the moment. Everything else will get done. We don't have to live in fear to get it done, friends. A little bit at a time. We might put applications here and there. And wait. And our job today is to wait beautifully. And we can. When we live in the moment and surrender what we don't know and do everything that we can on our end but surrender what we cannot know, then we are having a good time. I want to make sure that you guys really get to see this perspective because um, I felt the fear everybody would feel, any, any human would feel fear when they lose their income. And so uh, it's, it's real. <laughs> it's real. And so that's what I did with this fear. And I encourage you guys to do that too. 
I know that after we consider it for a little bit, you'll know that you have everything that you need right now. And whether you like to believe it or not, you, my friend, ask for it. It's a wish fulfillment. Believe me when I tell you, being right there with your family, if you've ever said, I wish I was there with them. I wish I could spend time with them. I wish I was able to teach them how to read or read a book for them before they fall asleep. All those things. Or teach them how to bake. <laughs> uh, or, or bake cookies or muffins with them. If any of those things that you've always wanted to do, there's your chance, friends. There's your chance. Don't miss those moments. You asked for them. They just didn't come up wrapped <laughs> up in the package you wanted. But I promise you, it's still the same gift. So don't miss out. And as long as I have my limbs, I will find a way to provide for my boy. Even if I have to ask for help or whatever, I, I will do whatever it takes to get the job done. I will provide. And so it might, again, cause some changes to happen, but that's okay with me. That's okay because all I really care about is the people that I love around me. And I want to make sure that they're safe and that they're loved. And I will do my best to make that happen, friends. All right. So because we are spending a lot of time with our families, we want to get to uh, how do we do it with quality? And I want us to start being aware of the talk that we have within ourselves when it comes to what we say about the people that we are with. Um, what expectations do we put on this relationship that we have with them? So for example, if I'm sitting with my son and my goal, I have this agenda that I need him to trace over letters. <laughs> and all I have in my mind is that, that goal. He's has different goals. He's like, let me have fun. I want to enjoy myself. Yeah, I'll trace, but it's not as fun to me. So at this point, this can become a struggle if I'm not aware of my expectations. I need to catch them. And when I catch them, I can enjoy him in the process of having him trace letters. Removing the pressure of how it gets done, how long it takes to get to get done, all the stuff that he really doesn't care about, nor is the world asking for. I'm just wanting to remove that pressure so I can enjoy my son and enjoy the people that I love, right? So for example, if I talk to a family member and they like to tell me frightening stories about uh, what's happening in the world around us, <laughs> I'm going to be patient with them. I'm going to probably interrupt their conversation by just giving them a hug or doing something that's just, you know, not expected and funny, but removing the pressure of having to change their mind or convince them that they need to stop to show them my irritability because they're the reason for it. <laughs> All that is just too much pressure on this situation that is not going to make it fun for people to hang out with people. So enjoying people means I remove this pressure or these expectations that I have of them at this point. When you do that, um, then the communication will change as well. It will start lightening up. It doesn't have this need for urgency that is only felt by you and your priorities, but not taking into consideration other people's priorities, feelings, or whatever. It's just you. And so 
people are going to resist because you're trying to make your priorities theirs. Now, don't get me wrong. Your kids can still be doing chores. They can still be cleaning up. But you're going to have to really watch out how you communicate that. And if there's a lot of pressure there and scorekeeping and expectations that they're getting measured up against and they're getting told about, then this simple task of doing chores like washing dishes becomes a shaming act, uh, you know, and there's going to be resistance back. But if you ask, for example, hey, husband, can you please throw out the trash? And husband says, okay, I will. You know what? Just wait. Just wait. You know, uh, don't score keep. And if it's really that important to you, you could take out the trash. Don't sit by and keep score and then later tell them, I told you to take out the trash, but I told you. And then put all this, all the meanings that it could possibly mean because your husband did not take out the trash when you asked them to. <laughs> okay. So let's remove this pressure right now because we are in close proximity with one another and it could be fabulous, but just remove this extra bit of pressure. Understand that your expectations, your timelines, your rules and limitations are useless to another person. They're just yours. So don't impose that trauma on someone else. Remove the pressure. You'll enjoy them a lot more when you're not judging them and keeping score and scoring them and giving them grades <laughs> that they have no idea they're getting. Okay. I hope this helps you guys today. It's a short bit, but I thought it would be useful because uh, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm dealing with it myself. So if I'm doing it, mm, I think other people could find that useful. Why not? I'll share. I'm a female. I like to commune. <laughs> All right, you guys, I can't tell you enough. Enjoy the people around you. Enjoy the, you being in the moment. Remove the expectations. Check yourself. Is it really that important for me to get upset about? Take the trash out. It doesn't mean that you're not worthy because you have to take the trash out or that people don't respect you or don't love you. It's just the freaking trash. Just take it out. <laughs> don't make it a measuring tool. All right? It isn't. Don't make the dishes a measuring tool. Don't make text being returned on time a measuring tool. All that is just going to add so much pressure where it's not needed. All right? I love you guys, and uh, I wish you well. I'm sending you love, light, and you only live life once. It's your fault if you don't enjoy it. This has been an episode of Drive Through. Drive Through.